Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I want to talk about a, a topic that you, we cover and we will continuously cover over and over again, because like many topics in financial, financial emancipation, and when you're discussing financial freedom, you know, you can talk about things and the topic will get covered in, in four and five different ways. Um, and so we'll continue to kind of reach back into the to the tool chest and pick out different things and use real world examples of why, how these things kind of need to be rediscussed and what in what ways you can utilize those new tools to address the same problem, issue, or concern you have as it relates to your finances. So today I want to talk a little bit about self-control and, and our own ability to control our impulses. There are many financial impulses that are kind of out here and impulses that we use and that we, we have. Some people are very impulsive. Some people are not. So a little bit about myself. I don't have impulses as it relates to money because I find money and finances and like I find it very connected to my own stability. So I don't really have strong impulses to spend money. I may come up with things that I want and they may seem impulsive because I don't say it out loud and I just go buy it. But I don't have like Im- like an impulsive need to spend money. Um, I do have other impulses that I, I have and but I'm not in general, generally I'm not an impulsive person because I find myself to be much more a person who lives in my head. So even though things may look impulsive if from an outside perspective to another person, for me, I've thought about it and thought about it and thought about it before I've actually done it. And so I, I find that um, impulse shopping and stuff like that, or just being a person who impulsively spends money, that's not one of my things. But I do know that I have other impulses that I kind of like will, will, will go and act on. And sometimes they can end up in mistakes. Um, because sometimes impulses, while they can be good, they, because they can lead you right to where you need to be and you can follow what people consider to be your instincts, sometimes impulse like uh, responding to an impulse without any thought can lead you in a really bad direction. And that's happened a lot for people, particularly as it relates to finances. So what I want to talk about today is more so how do you curb those impulses so that you can learn to control yourself. And when, you know, your finances are so, they can be so fragile, right? And so they, and they're so intertwined and connected to things that go on in your life. So if you are in a relationship and you are in love uh, your your financial impulses can be led by the fact that you're in a new relationship and you're in love. So you could be in love, be in a really happy space and decide, okay, you know what? I want to get married tomorrow or and I want to have a big wedding and I want to buy a ring and I want like all those things can be led because you're having an emotional um, experience that's really good. You're happy. You found someone that you love. You're excited. And so you could be pushed. You, you could push yourself on your finances without thinking really in-depthly because you are in a really emotional state that's driving your impulses. And that could be okay. You could, it could all go well. But often when you do major things and you don't think through them financially, they turn out to be a little bit of a mess later on. You know, it, it, it's, it's hard and it's challenging for people who do have a tendency to be impulsive to kind of manage their finances in a way that is total in, in total contrast to that. Meaning when you're going to make large purchases and spend a lot of money, 
you need to think that through um, and you need to consider all the things that we continuously talk about on this podcast. Can you afford it? Are your three essentials in order? Are you contributing to your, your retirement? Are you contributing consistently to your savings? And are you managing your debt? And if those three things, those three things, they take a little time to consider. You can't just like snap your fingers and know that the answer to that, you have to really be considerate of that. And then after that, and how does this play into your long-term financial goals? So all of that thought is a little bit in contrast to uh, the impulse that you may have to do something exciting new. You know, you could wake up and decide, you know, I, I really need a vacation and just say, F it, I'm gonna just book a trip and I'm going here, right? And that's the impulse. And and again, it could work out perfectly fine, but it, a lot of times when you do that and you haven't thought it through, you haven't prepared for it, um, unless you keep a fund of money that's for the things I didn't prepare for, which some people do. And I have a little bit of a stash for that. Like, well, sometimes I'm going to want to do something and it's not going to really have been planned out. But then, even in that aspect, it's planned out. And so keeping with the idea that you, you can even plan for the things you don't know are going to happen is a way in which you can like put wrap yourself in a little bit more um, self-control as it relates to your impulses when it comes to finances. And again, as this is Mental Health Awareness Month, considering what those impulses are and why you're trying to, what you're trying to fill is also a way to pause yourself and kind of go and think about ways to wrap self-control around this because you may find that the impulse you have as it relates to your money, it has nothing to do with the thing you're going to do, but rather to do with something totally separate and that you're utilizing your money your finances to to address an issue that has nothing to do with money and when that happens again those that can lead you down a path to getting away from your financial freedom to finding yourself in a lot of debt to finding yourself kind of in a lot of in in a with a lot of uh, financial obligations that maybe you really didn't fully consider because you didn't have time to think it through because you kind of went on a whim or you went with your emotions. And again, emotions are part of this. I do not even p- pretend to believe that they're not. But understanding that you have these emotions and that you're utilizing them for your, with you're utilizing your finances to address them is something that can be really important for you to learn because then you can try to figure out ways in which to control that. And 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 I keep using the word control and self-control and then that word is kind of harsh for some people to hear because it's just like, you, you know, it, it, it feels um, restrictive. But when it comes to your finances, you need to have an element of restrictiveness to it because it is something that has to be planned and executed. It, it can't be something that's on a whim unless you are immensely wealthy. And even then, you are paying someone to manage it even when you feel like you're on a whim. So it's something to consider and consider consider it in a sense of how can you, knowing yourself, because you know I can only speak for how much I know about me or the people that I interact with, but you knowing yourself, knowing what are your impulses as it relates to your finances, what are the things that you are, um, that you are you tend to lean towards, and what what does that mean for you, and when how do you handle that when you have a financial impulse and you really want to. To, to make a purchase how do you handle that do you have like a, a step in your mind that you go through that will get you to the yes or the no or do you just kind of go forward swipe the card and deal with it later and if you do the latter how does that how does that work for you how is that working for you how is that helping you get towards your financial goals and your financial freedom those are questions you have to ask yourself because at the end of this you have to be the one to implement the type of controls around your finance that you need in order to maintain your financial stability your financial freedom 
and in order for you to achieve the goals you may have financially. So it's up to you to know your own self, know thyself, and then put in place things, routines, rituals, habits that will help you control yourself in a way that will lead to you making meeting your financial goals, achieving financial emancipation, and being comfortable and free as it relates to your finances. So today's topic is just really self-control. How do you implement it and how do you do it for yourself? It's not anything that someone else can teach you. It's more so about you looking at yourself, knowing yourself, examining your own habits and, and issues as it relates to finances, and then addressing it. So today, I want to just also announce to you guys that the the webinar, the free webinar, we're doing a free webinar myself and Shauna Fowler, licensed real estate professional. She was on the podcast of a few episodes ago discussing um, your finances as it relates to home ownership. She and I are collaborating on a free webinar. It will be next Thursday, Thursday, May 24th at 8 p.m. The registration link is in the bio of my um, Instagram. It will be on the Facebook page. It will be on the Facebook group. It will be on my website. It will be on Shauna's, uh, Shauna's Instagram, which is um, which is Realtor Shauna. Um, and you can find her, follow her, and we're going to be um, promoting the event, join, all, it's a free event, all you have to do to join is click the registration link, add your name and your email address, and you're in, um, you'll get reminders leading up to the, um, to the webinar, you join us, it's a live webinar, we'll be able to interact with you, and, um, and yeah, so it'll be great, I think that you should, you join us, participate, you know, and, and it's a good thing to do this, it's called Get Your Financial House in Order, it's preparation for not only home ownership, but for any large scale purchase that you want to make. Even if you don't think you want to own a home for the next five years, even if you, you already own a home and you want to walk a, your, your young children, young, you know, your young, young adult children through the process of getting prepared for home ownership. If you're pre- about to get married and you and your new, new potential spouse are going to think about home ownership. If you don't ever want to own a home, but you do want to be in a place to make a large scale purchase, maybe you want to own an apartment, maybe you want to, um, you know, make an investment in some property. This is a good way for you to get to understand how you should get your finances prepared and maintained for the event that you want to make a large scale purchase. So you'll be able to join us and the link will be in my, in my Instagram bio and all over Facebook. And if you just, all you have to do, send, send, click on, click on the link, the registration link, add your name and your email and you're registered and you'll be reminded before the event. It's a one hour live event. You just need to be in front of your computer with Wi-Fi. That way you can interact with us, ask questions. We'll answer questions. It's a live event. It's one hour. Um, there's no TV on. And so you can catch us that night and, and spend an hour discussing your finances with us live. So again, that, that link will be everywhere you want to see. Thank you so much for joining me today. And again, if, you have, if you're not following me on Instagram yet, follow me on Instagram at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook. Join the Facebook group at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions for me, as always, you can send me an email at Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K, at thefinancialemancipation.com. So for the next um, week, I'll be reminding you about the webinar, sending you um, to, the in- to the information about the link to register. And I would love to have you join me um, so we can have a really good discussion live on a webinar. So um, thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope you'll be back tomorrow as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.